welcome in to another edition of Dish and Ish. My main man, Damon Benning here. What up? I'm Ravi Lula. How we doing? I'm doing good, man. Good. How are you? I am spread thin. You're busy. I am. You're a busy I, man. I am. I am spread extremely thin. Busier than normal, even. Yeah, it's just weird, right? We have a we have a ton of things. We got team camp. Mm-hmm. We've got a little bit next week. We've got a youth camp. I've got to get my blockhead son down to Lincoln next week. <laughs> I've got. Um, it's just so. It's a lot going on. Going back to school. Yeah. Um, Coming up faster than you think. Yeah. When do you guys start? Uh, we start. I think camp opens. Staff is back already. Yeah. Oh, so wow. ad, admin. Uh, I think they were started. They they started back this week. We've got a staff meeting uh, at the school on the second. Okay. Um, I think officially camp opens. The fourth, maybe, or the fifth? You'd think I would know. And then when are kids back in school? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> I mean, shortly thereafter. Yeah. Sh- shortly thereafter. It feels like it's getting earlier. We used to it's, start like mid-August. I, I know, right? Week, first week oh, of August. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we, we kick. We play the week of the 25th. Oh, so that's that's pretty early. Right? So it'd be, it'd be three weeks. Because you get three weeks. It'd be three weeks yeah. working backwards. So Man. high school football is alive and well. I'm excited. I'm excited for high school football. I'm excited for college football. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're right there because Nebraska is just that later that week, right there, the 31st, right? Yeah. So we're not. I mean, we're barely a month out. Yeah, the schedule breaks so nice having to do the the opportunity. I guess I should say having to do <laughs> um, the broadcast. Yeah, absolutely. So the schedule breaks well. I mean, Colorado's going to be tricky for me. Sure, yeah. Um, and I probably will miss Illinois. That's the Friday night game. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 pot committed to the high school kids. Sure, right? yeah. It's yeah. like once they did the uh, one once they went with that Friday night change. I mean, I, I was on the phone immediately. Sure, the minute it yeah. leaked, trying to talk to uh, both athletic directors. Uh, both Carney and Westside. Yeah. If it was our home game, mm-hmm. we would maybe have had the opportunity to bump it up, take a look at moving it to a Thursday. But yeah. Carney's home game on a Friday, we didn't have near the flexibility. Sure. So, and I understand. I mean, it's a good football team, too. If I'm Coach Cool in that bunch. Oh, yeah. Shoot, man. I'd, Absolutely. I would I would be as unaccommodating as possible. <laughs> they don't want to help you out too much. No, nah, he's such a good <laughs> coach, too. I mean, there's, 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 there's no sense. Yeah. So, I, I mean, since we're on college football, so we, is like Jacob not understand that we're like we're working or like, he definitely does not. He, so we so somebody needs to have a talk with old Jacob Shane to let him know that he he is alive and kicking. Yeah, the the mics are hot. The mics are <laughs> hot. Hey, listen, is this thing on? So yes. how you been, man? Have you missed me a little bit? I have. You know, I been, always been a lot, been a lot of hot button topics, man. You kind of been missing me. We, I, I miss. I always miss my conversations with you. Um, you know, and and I got some, I got some feedback. People real people were a little cranky with us last week. Why? Because we started hinting at the Pat Fitzgerald stuff, and we didn't actually. We never got to it. it. We didn't dive into it. So I think maybe we should start there. What Shane? Are you going to produce, or what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I mean, what is this thing on? It's like. What is this bizarre world? As far as I know, we are live here. I can't even remember why we didn't get to the Pat Fitzgerald. Well, because because Shane started playing us off. He started playing the music. He's like, oh, I guess oh we're that's done. right. Because we were already like we, an yeah, hour we're, in some. We were like forty minutes in. It goes fast. It does go fast. You know. Um, but we've had. I mean, we've had some more developments with the Northwestern situation. Nothing shocking. You know, we assume there's gonna be lawsuits and things like that um braun got named the interim head coach uh, but that's not really the stuff so how about how about specifically yeah. though you have one power broker that was hired by pat Fitzgerald. yes yeah, yeah yeah but with the but with what's now coming out you've had a couple of other prominent lawyers in chicago saying hey listen we we haven't 
filed any lawsuits yet, but they're coming. Yes, they've been contacted by players. They're getting their ducks in a row before they start filing things. We already have one that's been filed. Um, so it, it's, I mean, this is going to take a while to play out, yeah. right? This is not going to be a quick process. Um, Pat Fitzgerald, I imagine, is going to file wrongful termination um, against the the college and everything like that. And so that's going to take a while. But kind of the thing I was interested in through this whole process, right, is how we viewed Northwestern versus what was actually going on. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes kind of back to the leadership thing that I think is challenging because it's so hard to quantify, right? Leadership is kind of that great intangible. You know it when you see it, but you're not quite it's sure hard how to, to describe, always explain it. Right? Yeah, 1,000. And it can look so different. That's the other tricky part is there's many effective styles of leadership. And so a leader, <laughs> a leader, the, the thing with Northwestern was we looked at them. <laughs> we looked at them and said, Oh, that is a program that is well-led. That is a program that has their culture, right? Yeah. That is a program that wins based off of those things, despite not having the talent level mm -hmm. of other people. I mean, this is a team that won their division two years ago in 2020. Yep, yep, yep. Right. And I get 2020 was weird for everybody, right? Like Michigan goes two and four, and then they go to two straight college football playoffs. Northwestern wins their division, and then they barely they win one game in each of the next two conference seasons. But I'm trying to figure out, and I'm hoping this is where you can shine some light for me. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm crossing my fingers here. How did we have that image of Northwestern with this stuff going yeah, on? Yeah, it, it, uh, it, it's... Because the kind, disconnect is enormous. Yeah, it's kind of disturbing. It, and it's not only that, Robbie, it's... We were so far off. Yeah. It's almost it's almost unexplainable. It's like, unsettling because now we to me, I'm like, okay, what else are we getting wrong? Oh, I know. So you know what it's gonna teach us to do? Be paranoid. Yeah. You, you will, Which I don't like. Hey. Well, I mean, if you had this is like the ultimate Charlie Brown. Yeah. You just pull the football right away from us and we're all sitting on our keisters being like, Well, how come we didn't kick it? And here's the and here's the thing. It's only going to get worse, yeah. so we'll be even more wrong. We used to talk about – I remember, Robbie, we were at Big Ten Media Days, um, and we were talking to – was it Jackson? Yeah, the really good running back. Mm -hmm. So this was some years ago, probably five, six years ago. Mm -hmm. It was still in Chicago back then. And I was asking him about kind of this, this, this narrative that, hey, man, you know – they don't get to recruit to the level of everybody else and they don't have as good of players and the academic standards and admissions. And he's like, Hey, listen, we're to the point now. We don't. This, that, and the third. And I'm just thinking to myself, gosh, you know, he kind of bristled up mm -hmm. at the thought we had one of their safeties. I can't, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. And uh, he said the same thing. He's like, look, the national folks talk about that. Yeah. That's not what we talk about in the program. We know we've got good players doing big things and that's just, that's how we look at it. Yeah. And so I think some of that's, I say all that to say some of that stuff comes from us, right? Sure. Like nobody's the ever culture thing. And right. Yeah. Nobody's ever like who was there a Northwestern spokesperson that said, this is the wildcat way. Sure. Like, not sure, really. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's not like PJ Fleck who's who goes out there and says culture over talent. Yeah, right. Or, or will tell you the things yeah. that they're doing right. inside the program yeah. to get. See, Coach Rule's going to have to own it yeah. a little bit, right? Because which uh, is what one of the things I like about him. Uh, me too. Yeah, me too. He's and, not afraid to say it and take and, responsibility. And he has a couple of non-negotiables. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, so you know, you think violence against women and kids, non-negotiable. No. There's a way that we're going to yeah. do business. This is how we're going to go to school. So you have an idea of this family thing, mm -hmm. but we've never really heard that from Northwestern. We got an idea based on how his teams played 
and how he addressed the podium. So that's really interesting because at least I think so. And I think you I think you're onto something there. Is it because we looked at the talent in terms of recruiting rankings and whatever and what they were bringing in? And listen, they've sent a handful of guys to the NFL here and there, but they, No, they've actually sent more than yeah. More than you think. Yeah. Right? But it's not Ohio State. It's right. like it's not a football factory. Correct. They send a good amount of guys to the NFL for who they are, basically. I mean, more than Nebraska has recently, frankly. Uh, um, but I do they, we, this team they sent four guys to the NFL last year. I know off of one and eleven. I know. Right? How does that even happen? I know. But do you do you think it's because we look at the recruiting rankings and say Oh, they can't possibly win, be winning on talent. It has to be the other stuff. It has to be culture. It has to be the way they're coached. It has to be all these other things. And so we just land on because we don't understand how it's happening. So, so do you remember when Nebraska scored 56 on Northwestern two years mm-hmm. ago at home? Do you remember Pre- Pat Fitzgerald's press conference? Not specifically, no. Super short, real terse. He was angry. And we were like, we were so unused to that delivery. Mm-hmm that we kind of made excuses for it. Sure. Yeah. Maybe it had just happened so infre- infrequently to him. That we that didn't that's, know that's how he reacted? Correct. That's interesting. You need to go back. So, like, That's really interesting. Listen, he lost his mind. He's super short. Because um, they don't get beat up like that. Kind of talked about running up the school. Like, it It was very – What? and I almost get right, got ready to say it again <laughs> – it seemed very unfits like. It seemed out of character, right? But maybe it wasn't. Your though. argument is maybe we didn't know. Right, right. That's really interesting to think about of what we thought we knew versus what there was evidence to actually support. Yeah, you know, we had a head coach for a while where we talked ourselves out of what we pretty much knew going in. It was almost just the opposite. You had folks that said, hey, there are some red flags here, this, 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 and this. And it was, no, you guys are jealous. It's the golden, it's the, it's all these excuses were made. Sure. Never had a power five job. Oh, you, and it all turned out to be exactly the red flag. True. Yeah. Right. My dad used to always say something. And since I'm kind of a redemption guy, mm-hmm. I never knew how much I kind of subscribed to it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be a negative either. He said, if people go out of their way to show you who they are, believe them. Believe them. Yep. I knew that's what you were going to say. But as soon as you started talking, yeah. and I have I never met your dad. I had never heard you say that before. But that's 100% right. Right? Like when people show you who they are, trust them. Believe what they are telling. So how did we miss on Fitz? He just didn't show us enough because I, he has guys. They're guys. I mean, he's being defended currently as we speak. Now sure. we've had some. Now there are more people. So that's the tricky part of these situations, right? Because when there's bullying, harassment, things like that, mm-hmm. not everyone receives that the same way. Mm-hmm. So two people can be in the same locker room seeing the same thing and have very different versions of of what they experienced, right? If you're someone who thinks it's, oh, that's just quote unquote team bonding. That's like, if you came from a high school, that's how they did things. And it seemed normal to you from the time you were 14 years old, then you get to Northwestern and they're still doing it. You probably don't think that much of it. But if you came from a high school where, that wasn't what was going on. There was no hazing. There was no bullying. There was no harassment. And all of a sudden you get to college, this prestigious university, this coach that's supposed to be a stand-up guy, these all these other highly achieving academic people that are also really good at football, and this start, stuff starts going on, that's probably a pretty big culture shock for you. Mm-hmm. And you don't really – you probably aren't as likely to just accept what's happening. Not that anybody should, right? So, so when, when this first happened mm-hmm. – uh, I remember saying on the morning show, I was like, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe it's a position group thing. I, I, I don't really know. Like it was more insulated. Maybe I can't really relate to like the, the sexual innuendos. And okay. I, I, and I remember saying this on the show, I'm like, 
you know, the whole car wash thing. I'm like, you know, who who does that? Like, I it just seemed kind of different. And I was willing mm-hmm. to just say, hey, maybe I'm naive. Sure. Maybe just, you know, the skill guys. and do I Like, I didn't yeah, know, right? right? Right, right. But I'm thinking real time out mm-hmm. loud. And the anonymous player yesterday, you know, because some guys are speaking out, and he said, this isn't good either. But it kind of gets to your thin-slated thing. He basically was like, yeah, that was just weird fat guys doing weird fat guy <laughs> SHIT. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm – so it, it gave me pause. Number one, I was like, okay, like I don't feel – validated but i did wonder like just there was just some weird and i'm not sexual assault uh, sexual assault sexual assault assault mm-hmm. or hazing shouldn't look a certain way or come a certain way no. i just wasn't familiar with yeah it. so when he said it i was like is this just unique to certain position groups yeah and nobody else knew or did everybody know and they're like oh that's just those guys because yeah. that is part of how you can get here so easily. Yeah. So let me ask you if this. it's good for some and it doesn't affect others, you just leave it alone. A lot of times people leave it alone because that's how we do things, right? It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't affect, affect us. It doesn't affect them. And they seem to be okay with it. So let me ask you this. I just thought that was interesting. You were in, by these, the way, by this, the way, real quick. Yeah. One thing that Coach did for at least for the first half of his career, his 17-year career, he made himself accessible. So, I mean, you might have missed partly on Coach because of that because he did make himself so accessible. Yeah, we – yeah. I mean, we had him on the air in in the other lifetime a lot of different times. Mm. So. Interesting. That's an interesting point. Um, There's a a couple of deals on social media on JPA football – uh, at JPA football or JS I'm Ravi. I need you to read that for me. All right. I got you. It is J A S R I football. Yeah. Read, read, just read the little preliminary stuff. Okay. This Northwestern story is wild. This dude is reading like I, I me in front of a teleprompter. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly the hazing at the university goes back to the nineties via the athletic. They would do weird things naked, like naked pull-ups and rope swings, dry humping, horrible stuff. It was, this is a quote now, it was weirdo fat guys on the team doing weirdo fat guy-ish. It was It's always, a podcast, you can cuss if you want. It was always effed up. Everything about it was effed up. How did this go unknown for so long? So this... This uh, right. J-A-S-R-I football. Is, and it's all over social media now. Is maybe insinuating that Fitzgerald picked this up as a player. 90s. I mean, what, 95 Rose Bowl team? Yeah. That was Fitzgerald, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's not just a Fitzgerald thing, but then that goes to, okay, He's, I'm just, I'm we're just try, I'm just trying to give you the backstory. We're trying to figure out your original context. question. Yeah. Your original question was how did we how did we miss so badly? Yeah. Right? Like how yeah. were we so off? And kind of what we're as we continue to dig and pull back, what may have been normal to some mm-hmm. isn't normal to others. And then to who it wasn't normalized for, sure. They speak out about it. Now here we go. Cause isn't that how it usually get how it usually ends up? Yes, I think so. But it's until it affects us. So it's hard, though, with it. Let's say that's accurate. Let's say it goes back to the 90s. That makes it really hard to feel like it's just a few weird guys doing a few weird guy stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's Unless almost... it's specific to position groups. But it's still systemic at that point. Like, there were things that the D-line would do for traditions mm-hmm. that You didn't I know was... anything about? No, I did. I just didn't was, I was mortified. I was like, okay that's how they celebrate birthdays. Uh, that's not how we're going to celebrate. That's not birthdays. how the running back room. Yeah. We're, we don't, we're not getting down like that. So let me, let me ask you this, right? There's, even if it's a position group thing, let's let, let's say it's just the offensive lineman. They're saying weird fat guys doing weird fat guy things, whatever. Um, let's say it's just linemen. Cause you know, offensive linemen are wired a little bit different. Yeah. 
is and, there... and they're exceptionally close with their camaraderie because yeah, you have to be right. Yeah. There's a the the synergy you have to have with your teammates to be effective has to be off the charts, right? Correct. And that usually happens on and off the field. So if there was, you mentioned D-line, right? If there was a weird tradition somewhere else in the locker room, even if you weren't participating, you knew about it, right? Yeah. Was there much that went on in that locker room related to you or not that you didn't know about? Um, I mean, like personal lives and stuff, I'm sure, but... Something that was to do with the football team. Probably not. Like somebody would have said something, but I will say this. So sometimes in a locker room, and this was even like this in in, in Carolina, mm -hmm. you have wings. Yeah, like yeah. You have sections. Yeah. And some guys are in the locker rooms longer than others. Yeah. Some guys kind of hang out there a little bit. Right? Yeah. Some guys don't enjoy being in the locker room. They get they in, get dressed, they get they out. Yeah. Right. So you don't see everything sure. all the time. And a lot of times, the bigger the position group is, mm -hmm. the more time they spend together in the locker room. Sure. Typically speaking. So offensive line, defensive line, spend a lot of time. Together. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see like three quarterbacks just, just sitting in the out. locker room chilling or five running backs mm -hmm. or you know, six it's wide receivers, 15 offensive linemen, you just, whatever, you, you know yeah. what I mean? If, like the family guys do family stuff. Sure. And I use that in air quotes, like yeah. just bonding, little position get, yeah, bonding yeah. together. And, and that's a big bonding group. Yes. Yeah. Those are, those are bonding again, not rationalizing any, but you could understand there's a difference between rationalizing and understanding. Correct. Right? So you correct. Could, you could understand how, a position group, say offensive lineman, defensive lineman, whoever, had traditions that were not team wide. Correct. That were maybe a little more one, bizarre. What one 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 thousand percent? And again, true. this is not belittling the. No, I can I can I can understand. Hazing, it. I can understand. But you could see how they would have weird things that they did, or things that I thought were weird. Yes. Or you may think were, were weird. Normal. Were like, yeah, this is just this how we is do just it. What we do, right? So. I think we can understand like a context of how it happens. What I still struggle to understand, and this is where I find the story the least plausible, is how a head coach, coach wouldn't know about it. Well, so here's the thing. Okay. Well, there's a couple. Okay. If it's a, if it's a 90s thing, I'm assuming this He definitely knew about it because he played that made the, the statement. Yeah. Said this started in the 90s. Yeah. Now maybe somebody told him, "Hey, you know this has been a this has been a tradition since before the yeah, '90s. This has been going all the way back." Did, I didn't get that from from reading the article mm -hmm. because there's there's a full there's full blown stories. Yeah, now. absolutely. Fitzgerald was a part of the '90s, right? Mm -hmm. So th there are things that you do that are customary for like your sphere of influence mm -hmm. that I may find strange. Strange, yeah. Probably not illegal, at least in my life. I try right. not, right? But it's like, oh, that's kind of an odd thing that you do. So if if Fitz is like, if he's been conditioned or groomed, to hey, think that that's normal. Hey, they'll get over it. I mean, it's just part of the deal. Yeah, it's just part of the deal. It's just part of the deal. I mean, how many times do you but say him that? not knowing doesn't seem plausible? Am I wrong no. there? No, uh, you're not wrong. Right, like. I understand that's the defense he probably has to take in order to ever give it a chance to coach again. Well, and then, I just thought it was or... interesting how some of the players early on, now they seem to be a little fewer and far between, but I haven't like dug, dug yeah. into it. Um, You know, remember the, the retort mm -hmm. immediately from the players was this has been blown out of proportion. It's been exaggerated. It's comical. Coach Fitzgerald had no idea what was going on. Like, I mean, they were quick to say he didn't know. Now, if if that's your guy, I don't know if they're going to be willing to die on that hill if the right people come forth and say, "Hey, listen, man, he he one hundred percent knew." So there's a difference between knowing and like facilitating, also. Correct. Right? Because I I have a hard time believing. Because listen, I coached. What are, are so? Are we getting into law? Well, I, I wasn't yet, but we can if you want. I'm just saying a lot of times ignorance is not a defense. Correct. Yeah. Well, and that's whether this we're talking about legally or in terms of his contract and mm -hmm. job status. 
His job is to know what's going on, right? And that goes again to kind of the leadership. If he, in the very implausible scenario that he didn't know what was going on, that means it's a terrible leader. You can't have this level of thing happening in your program and have no idea. Okay, so I remember I was probably a junior going into my junior year. Mm -hmm. And it was in fall camp, and the move was getting ready to be made for a couple of young guys to to change locker rooms. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember specifically, but Coach Osborne said something to the effect of, hey, I understand – that X, Y, and Z has been going on in the locker room mm-hmm. when our young players make these transitions. Mm-hmm. Let's not do that. Am I clear? Right? Half full water bottles, wet towels. Sure. I mean, you kind of went through it, right? We, full disclosure, I think we were a little upset because we wonder who told. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Yeah. If, and I know I'm not misremembering that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that point, Coach Osborne had no idea. He had no idea. Somebody told him sure. that that was going on. Because he said to the, you know, basically his point was, it's been brought to my attention. And we immediately thought, man, that somebody that didn't want to go through this leaked. Like, were they scared? Do you? We, we, we no have, longer were able to do some of the birthday things that we used to do. Yeah. You know, because we used to never want to tell anybody when our birthday was. Yeah. And not all those things he was privy to. Like, sometimes people started to tell, mm-hmm. so we, we couldn't do them as much. You can't. And I think 85, 90% of my teammates will corroborate that. I'm telling you, he, he didn't know. Now, the difference is, if you're taking what was said on social media at face value in these articles and that this started in the 90s, mm-hmm. you'd have to assume that right. he Fitz went, was a part of that. He went deal. through it. You can't be everywhere. I mean, as one person. No, I understand. And, you know, is it, is it, uh, God, I just, you know, I mean. We didn't we, cut Ferentz any slack. I do, I, and I still don't, right? But here's my question. So maybe Coach Osborne didn't know. I just remember position, that specific example. Did the sp- position coaches know? Did anybody know? That's oh, kind of my question. See, that I don't know. because I, I can't speak to that sure. with near as much confidence. Sure. I don't know what, what the late, great Coach Tenenberg or Coach Young knew. So what I have a hard time believing. And, and by the way, the one thing is, it probably didn't happen while they were there. You know, like the coach probably wasn't there. Right. Because they didn't go in the locker room. So I don't know if the players told or not. So that's where those I, guys were never in the the coaches were never in the locker room. So I'm that's t- where I'm, I have a little bit you. of a. It, I think there's a difference between maybe Fitz not knowing and no one knowing, and not reporting it up to Fitz, right? Yeah, like that seems implausible. It's like I don't know when I was coaching, and I get basketball teams are way smaller, right? So it's easier to know what's going on, but our guys thought we didn't know about stuff all the time. And a lot of the stuff we just chose to, we chose to let it go. But let me ask you something. Because I think this is the perception. We may have to talk to more coaches mm-hmm. of the variety of sports. In football, mm-hmm. there is a certain sanctity or safe haven that is just, that's the player's space. So you stay out of it. It's widely kind of thought that coaches don't just hang out in the locker room because it's for the players. Sure. And I think that was the same with us. We really didn't, unless we were pregame, postgame, like giving instructions, giving right. talks, whatever. We didn't spend a lot of time in the locker room. Because whether it's, I don't, I don't know any of my coaches. And this is just at the high school That level, just hung out. That go in the locker room. Unless, like, let's say it's after and we'll, like, do walkthroughs for yeah. cleanup and stuff. And that's that all four schools I've been at. They just didn't, you know, even when they would come out of the coach's office, which is usually connected to the locker room, they didn't, like, go and walk no, through No, you it. just walk right through, you get out. Yeah. For for our pregame talk, mm-hmm. our locker coach, they would walk around to the entrance of the 
locker room, even though there was a connecting door Mm -hmm. versus going through the locker room to the end where we came out. Interesting. So again, I'm not, I'm processing through this real time. Absolutely. So I I don't, I'm not confirming it. Not excusing, not rationalizing. I'm just just saying like to understand the different, possibilities of what was plausible versus what isn't yeah i just think we're missing i think we're missing the elephant and we're not we're missing the elephant in the room what's that how was this not brought up in the sixth month report so that is also a very interesting question and like what happened did you not read it so i think i know what happened but this is i'm kind of going off on my own here in terms of conspiracy yeah you're not afraid by the way, you've been checking up on those Tupac investigations in <laughs> Vegas. You guys, listen, you guys laugh all you want. When you find my man chilling in New Zealand, about 30 miles from the Auckland Islands on his own private resort, <laughs> you'd be like, man, that damn DB. <laughs> was so he, was so he's like, down under? I, I mean, he had to get out of Italy. It was too crowded on the waterways. <laughs> Was he an Plus, he knew he knew some folks were were sniffing around. They were closing in. Well, I mean, the truth's about to come out, so you know, <laughs> here we conspir- go. Conspiracy or not? Listen, but anyway, <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a whole pot on it. Um, and then I, I'm telling you, I'll put you deep on Kobe and Big Pharma. And here's my thought, okay, on the on the six month investigation. I don't think they wanted to find anything. Huh. That's my thought. Is that a player anonymously, right, came forward, said these things. The university is obligated to look into it, right? Because otherwise that player goes public and say, and we're seeing what we see now. Fair. So let's say you get a tip and you're like, yes, we will investigate this. We have to. These are serious allegations. You're paying the people that are doing the investigation at the end of the day. You are employing them, right? I'm with you. So – be pretty easy to say, hey, maybe we don't dig too deep. Maybe we don't contact any <laughs> other. Hey, let's just investigate I... for show. Yes, it okay. was a for show, I'm, I think. I'm not saying that doesn't, that wouldn't, that's not plausible. It's not... entirely possible that it was a for show investigation to placate the person that came forward and that they thought they could brush it under. So the rug. don't you think said person would say, hey, talk to such and such and such and such? They were there. Just like the student newspaper did. Right. But here's here's why the, the line of the sequence of events makes sense. Right. You've, you've got a line of demarcation for me. Well, so, OK, let's say he goes forward. They do the six month investigation. He probably doesn't know what's in the rep- I mean, he probably still doesn't know what's in the report. Right. But he probably is assuming they're talking to all these people. He's probably assuming they're doing this on the up and up when it becomes clear that they didn't with the two week suspension that was apparently agreed upon and negotiated between Fitzgerald and administration. Okay. That player says, Hey, that doesn't seem right. If they know what I know. And then he goes to the student. Now, wait a minute. Are we, so you're operating on, this is separate from you going off on your own of what you think. Is this in addition to, you think they just kind of fluffed the investigation? No, this is, this is it. This is part of it. Okay. I think I think if you if you are a if you're a Fitz if you're a Fitz believer like it seems like the Northwestern administration was, right? Okay. They're all in on Fitz. Do you want to find something that can that will give you cause to fire him? Well, when so do you first of all do you believe the third the new the the neutral third party? No, I don't cuz they're paying the third party to do the investigation. Okay. That automatic whoever is paying you you automatically are no longer neutral. Okay. <laughs> Am I crazy? No, I'm listening. Like wherever your checks are coming from, you stop being neutral. Okay. That's part of the deal. So you don't think they're like, hey, I need to find some things. I think they found exactly as much as Northwestern wanted them to find. I think they didn't ask too many questions. I think they took their sweet time so it would seem like a legit investigation. And then when it came out, two-week suspension, the – First of all, the student newspaper is like, we had a six-month investigation, and all we got is a two-week suspension. This is suspension. what we got. Yeah. Uh, I think the anonymous player probably was like, hey, if they knew what I knew, it wouldn't be a two-week suspension. So you think he was mad? Yeah, probably. Okay, but Because listen. if you're motivated enough to speak up in the first place, you want to see real consequences okay. for the perceived wrongs. All right, but listen to me now. Okay. 
So you think Shill was cool? Was he just that hands off that he he knew this is this going to be on the athletic department's dime? Mm-hmm. Okay, we got this investigation going. So in 24 hours, I'm going to have to totally retract everything that I said in my initial announcement of said two week suspension. And he was like, ah, oh, it's a good game to play. I, Let's play the game where I'm going to have to embarrass myself. I don't think he thought he was going to. I think he thought he could get away with it. Listen to what you're Okay. Let's say you're right. I think he thought he could get away with it. I think they thought. That's fine because, and I'm not saying you're crazy. The general consensus is, I think they thought that they could sweep it under the rug until the student newspaper did their Until the student newspaper. What I'm telling you is, is a president in a position of leadership Mm -hmm. thought was, was that naive where he's like, you know what? Nobody else is going to say anything. I'm going to have this. Just say this out loud. Mm -hmm. Six month investigation. Check. It passes the eyeball test. It says we were taking a long time. Yeah. From said investigation, I'm going to announce a punishment. Mm-hmm. My punishment is two weeks without pay in the summer. You know what, guys? I've been practicing reading this statement in the mirror. This is going to pass the smell test because every I'm the president of the university going into my second year. Mm-hmm. And, and, this is, and everybody's going to be like, oh, hey, cool, good job. That's you think he was so naive or so stupid, stupid that that was the conscious effort. It was a plan all along. Here's the other thing that you have to think about is a possibility. Is that do you understand what I'm saying? I do understand what you're saying. So he's going to have to eat that because as the prez Mm -hmm. at Northwestern, it's still going to be about athletics and we're going to save Fitz's ass. That's what you're telling me. So here's the thing that I'm thinking about. You mentioned second year at the school, right? Second year. I think it was, I think it was right? his second year. He's a newer guy. Yeah. The AD has only been there a couple yeah. of years. He's a newer yeah, Greg, guy. Greg's not good at his job. Yeah. I don't know how that guy still has a job. We can maybe get into that later. <laughs> I may take <laughs> may take longer to figure out how to fire him. But maybe he's just overwhelmed with the idea of having to fire the face of the university. And he's trying to find any way to not have to do that. Okay. So if nothing was in the report, this is part of your theory. I'm just I'm if, just playing along with your theory. If if they if it was a it was sham, a very if, if it was, was a, a very topical report. report yeah. Why not release the report and redact the names? I don't know. I, <laughs> because, well, I mean, it's entirely possible that if you're not going to find much anyway, well, so it's entirely possible that releasing the report in his mind would lead other people to start digging. Okay. So worse than a lenient suspension of two weeks in July without pay. What's worse than? So you, you're like, oh, he's smart enough to not release the report and redact the names because it would invite further investigation, mm-hmm. but not smart enough to know if there's something really here. And he comes across as a guy that's letting Fitz get away with murder, which apparently the first victim thought he was, that he's going to have to eat that. So here's the my theory, at least, right? Is Does that make sense to no, you? No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Is that if he reads the report, he commissions the report, he asks them, hey, maybe we don't dig too deep and don't find too much. Then know. he doesn't for sure know that there's more he can think it in the back of his head, but it's a plausible deniability thing, right? Okay. If it's a sham. Report, oh, okay. Now I'm, oh, I'm, I'm vibing there. If it's a sham report, plausible deniability and there's not much in the report, then he can plausibly deny. He's like, I didn't think there was any more. This is what the report. How would you me. like to be the people conducting said investigation and come back after six months with not a pot to piss in? I'd feel like I was well paid. That's what those people do, man. That's what because they hire law firms, right? Law firms are billable hours. Of course, they're going to take six months. I understand, right? I understand. They, well, it doesn't I mean, matter if they find anything or not to the law firm. They're still getting hired by the next guy. It's like those search firms 
that give you they're not taking six months to find a coach though unless you're nebraska they aren't taking six months to find a coach but they're taking those paychecks and giving you the most obvious name that you could have searched on the internet you got to remember though when it comes to this when it when you compare the the newspaper to the university itself the newspaper you're talking about the school newspaper yes the school newspaper has has the advantage because they're colleagues they're the same age they know people they they probably hang out with people. I mean, they probably have heard all of this before, and they knew who to ask. I mean, you just you get that feeling from it. Whereas in maybe the university just didn't know how to what what channel to go down, what avenue to go down. You know how to how to do this. And I'm not defending them. I'm just saying. No, I know. We're just trying to fact find. Well, and, and that's a that's a that's a less sinister explanation than mine. <laughs> Mine, mine is assuming nefarious intention. Well, I, but I, right? here's the thing though. Yeah. I feel like 90% of the people that are being objective or, or anti Northwestern will feel the same way. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm being objective. Because how did, because how is, how, how is this not in some way nefarious? Right. Like it's really hard to look at what I'm, we know. I'm just telling what I'm asking, what I, what I, and I said this from the jump mm-hmm. from day one, I was talking about this. I said, you have to realize something here. Mm-hmm. We're missing an incredible chunk of information because yes. in 20 hours, this is what I said first. And, and, and some people that weren't, some people actually even thought I was victim blaming. I was like, you got to listen to what I'm saying mm-hmm. here. In 20 hours, the pieces we had didn't match up. Not one bit. Not one. So I not agree with one, you. Not one, Ravi. And it was so misleading mm-hmm. that we convinced ourselves that they were really going to try to get away with this. If you're going to try to get away with it, do better. Do better. <laughs> a two-week July suspension. It been not a game. Not indefinite. Yeah. Like, I get it. You can tell me till you're blue in the face. Hey, man, DB, they were going to try to get away with it. No bleep. Yeah. But what I'm telling you They're is. They're not very good at it. If you're going to go that far. Be better. It be as part of your conspiracy yeah. theory. You're not going to draw attention to yourself with a two-week July non-paid you're suspension? Right. You're right. It's, so you go all the way that far. Yeah. It's the hole in my theory. That's fair. You go all the way that far to blow the punishment? You're right. I mean, you're not wrong. You screw, you, you screw up the six months. It's a yeah. topical investigation. You don't want to find anything. Plausible deniability. All of it. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, I would have got away if it wasn't for you meddling kids. You have a Scooby-Doo moment because you can't punish correctly? Yes. I mean, that's the theory. That's pretty dumb. It is pretty dumb. That's pretty dumb. But because you knew you were going to piss off, do you put it past the complaint? Do you put it past them to be pretty dumb? Um, I don't know, man. I, I just I don't know why. I should know better because I don't. I don't put it past them to be I, dumb. I I just think when <laughs> it's like I don't even know because how many a, times do we see these organizations with professional college whatever? botch things like this not like this necessarily they typically don't botch the punishment though Even no, but they botch it the kansas way. got away scot-free and they sat sell for for five games yeah yeah i don't know but they botch they people botch things whether it's this level of severity in terms of seriousness and and in the allegations but people botch things like this all the time that they i mean should i be hear better you. at their jobs i hear you right uh, yeah so to go back to, to Shane's point, right? His is the non-nefarious explanation. That, because I can see a world, this player comes forward anonymously, right? So in order for him to tell the administration or the search firm or whoever who they have to ask, he risks his anonymity. If he's giving names of other people, and if he wants to be anonymous, maybe he doesn't want to out other people. Yeah, but they know who he is. They do, but nobody else does. So, so if he names names, yeah. he risks publicly or wherever in so case if, the report leaks. If 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 Pete says if Pete says that Tim and Terry know, and they go talk to Tim and Terry, 
Do they have to say Pete told us? No, but people can figure it out. Oh, is the is the theory. Okay. But I'm saying listen, there's holes in all the theories. You're right. We're missing a huge piece of information somewhere. Right? Shane's theory, which I think is the a plausible, non-nefarious explanation, has holes. My theory, which is the ill-intentioned explanation, has holes, right? But it's because we're mis- missing some piece of information somewhere, and we don't know what it is. So on my, that Monday show, I go, I said, y- y- we realize something happened in 20 hours where this has gone from a two-week suspension to you better get a coaching firm ready, mm-hmm. a search firm ready. Mm-hmm. And I joked, I was like, ah, they better be calling CFB underscore, you know, yeah. Adam McClintock or, yeah, yeah. or Dave Bartu or somebody. And he was fired later on that day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> and it's not like, oh, duh, you were right. There's so much more going on. What I'm saying is there's a cert- there's such a high level of stupidity mm-hmm. that we're so you hit it the right thing there. stinks to high heaven. So you hit it right there. The thing that explains all of it. Yeah, but you guys were trying to get me to because you're not the first. You're trying to get me to believe that the president was so out of touch mm-hmm. and and just didn't think through another potential outcome. Yeah. That he was like, yeah, you know what? Uh, based on what I know and I'm trying to cover up. Based on what I know, and I'm trying to cover up. Yeah. How about two weeks in July with pay? We good? Can I offer a different explanation? Yeah. Maybe he knew, and he decided to take that risk. So he could grab the mic or a phone call or release another statement a day later? Listen, he probably didn't think it was a day later. But maybe he maybe he's going through this process, right? And he's like, okay, here's where I'm at. Okay. And I don't and hear my heart, Robbie. I'm not associating levels of jobs or being proficient with competency. with competency. I understand. I'm not. Because there's a lot of people in really big jobs who are not competent. One thousand percent. Especially when they're doing things slightly one, one, one. outside of their area of expertise, which covering something up a little bit outside of this guy's area of expertise. Yeah, but right. Yeah. And so I, but, but here here hear what I'm saying here. Okay. Let's say it goes the way I say it went, right? And you're, and you're right. He sits there and he's like, okay, if people figure this out, I'm going to have to eat it. It's going to look bad. And maybe I even lose my job, mm-hmm. right? Which maybe he will, maybe he won't. doesn't seem like he will, but maybe he will. Maybe he understood the risk. Maybe he saw the next step and decided to do it anyway. Do you know what I think it is? What's that? This is going to blow your mind. You ready for this? I'm ready. It. It defeats everything that you said in the first five minutes about knowledge. I think they didn't know how deep-rooted or bad this was. That's fair. I don't think they had any idea. That's totally fair. I don't. You're talking about administration. Yep. Not Fitz. Yeah. That's totally fair. Because. But that doesn't answer the question of how the investigation didn't find it. So. Do you know what I think about that, though? What's that? I, w- I want to know what the report said, yeah. the investigative report, because I want to know what pushed the school p- newspaper in the right direction. Let's say Shane is right. Up. Oh, hey, man, we're peers. We're boys, right? Yeah. You can find out something. We go to school. Hey, you're in my uh, yeah. you're, you're my in econ class. Class. You're in my econ 360 class. Yeah. Right? You live on the same dorm floor. What's, the, what's stopping said complaint? from saying to the folks the guys that are doing the report so do you think he just said hey this is going on and why you guys conduct your sixth month investigation i'm not saying anything to anybody else until the investigation's done and i hear the report yeah i don't know does that sound right to anybody it does not sound right it doesn't but there's huge chunks of it that don't sound right that's why we're trying to find explanations right right but I know I'm not the first person to think of that. Right. Because that whole Monday, I, I just was like, <laughs> this whole anonymous thing, like, and I said out loud, and I think this is where people maybe confuse the, the victim blaming thing. I go, how many does it take to get you to move the needle? Was it one person? For them to actually start investigating. Was it two mean? people? Yeah. Was it three people? That's why I asked that question. Right. 
right? Because you weren't asking how many people does it I, matter? Because I, I, I wasn't trying to discredit him. Right. Right. Everybody was like, oh, is it a starter? What's his plan? That doesn't matter. No. I, I, I didn't even care if he had an ax to grind. Was he right? Right. He could have hated Fitz's guts. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But was he accurate in what he said? Yes. If he was accurate in what he said, it doesn't affect. His motive doesn't matter. Motive doesn't matter one bit. If he's right. Doesn't matter one bit. Yeah. No, you're accurate, right? You know? But I think the the most true thing that's been said here is there is a huge piece of information. Is that Tupac's alive? (laughs) (laughs) And living in New Zealand. Where they're like these pearl islands, not too far from. Is he pouring out a little liquor? I don't know, man. It took him like four years to get comfortable with his new face. What, what's what's his new face look like? Uh, I'm not sure. He wouldn't tell me. Is he still black? Yeah, he's still okay. black. <laughs> that was tough. Hey, have you seen Pablo Escobar's son no. who went through the, the, the facial surgery? Yeah, uh, I haven't seen him. Man, he looks like the... He looks like Merrick, the dude that played in The Elephant Man. Really? Didn't it's, go well? Yeah, and they finally caught him, too. Oh. Yeah. He was in, well, the, he was in some bunkers. One of his sons. John oh. Hurt? <laughs> well, that's the idiot. guy that played him. No, I, I know. No, say, I'm with you. Shane stuck on The Elephant Man over here. <laughs> of all the things. Well, I think that music means it's time to go. Man. Um, we probably could have gone... <laughs> Another I have hour. a feeling we'll say that a ton. Yeah, I think we will. Uh, but that is your dish and ish episode for the week. Dish heavy this week. Yeah, we're cons- conspiracy theoried up. Man. Well, listen, you gotta when the, when you're missing a piece of information, it's easy to speculate. Yeah, I did, if it gets dirty, people will start telling. There's some heads. I roll. think it's inevitable with the lawsuits that we'll find out quite a bit more with 42 mil potentially on the table absolutely absolutely uh. all right that is this week's episode of dish and ish that's damon benning i'm robbie lula shane schillerberg our terrific producer <laughs> you can catch us less, on- less nefarious shane schillerberg we, we can, he believes the best in people yeah, uh name. you can find us on apple spotify youtube wherever you want to find us every single week we hope you listen Hey, heard at Sports Network Production.